True Stories Podcast. My name is Kit, and if you have been listening to our previous episodes, hi there. I want to thank all of you, my cool cats and kittens, who listened during the first month of the show, because together you have given this podcast over 1,700 downloads. Meow. (laughs) Listeners, just in case you don't know, it is extremely rare for a new podcast that is not affiliated with the network to have that many downloads in only a month or so, let alone hundreds of subscribers, which is something else that this podcast has gotten in the short time since the show was launched. So, once again, thank you, especially if you are among the first listeners. And with all of that having been said, I think that this would be a good time to give a quick overview of the podcast for anyone who has not heard the prior episodes. This is a podcast which tells stories of true crime, weird disappearances, strange mysteries, wild adventures, spooky things, funny things, and stories that listeners ask me to tell. But, spoken entirely in whisper, and every story will always be true. So, if you are looking for a podcast that tells myths and legends, you will definitely need to look elsewhere. Okay, now that you know that, or perhaps had your memory refreshed, let's move on. Before we begin our featured story, I'm going to say something that I've mentioned on prior episodes, simply because it's important. I'm very aware that there are some people who do not like having true crime or mystery stories being told in whisper format. And if you happen to be one of those people, this might be a really good time for you to stop listening and find a different podcast altogether. Really, I mean it. If you don't like whisper talk, then simply go and look for another podcast instead. I am now giving you this warning up front because I'd really prefer not to see any messages, emails, or reviews on iTunes that say things like that in regards to the format. This is a podcast that is entirely for people who enjoy stories of mystery, true crime, and other topics. 
Every 
Erasure TV sitcom of the 1960s and early 1970s, always playing some ditzy, sexy character, or as comic relief on dramas, or on shows revolving around cops or firefighters. When Carol was a child, in the late 1950s, the polio vaccine had not yet been invented, and so there was a small epidemic of polio cases in the town where Carol and her family lived. So, according to Carol, her mom decided that one way to prevent any chance of her girls being infected was to have them learn to ice skate and spend as much time as possible skating at the rink because, according to her motherly logic, no polio germs could live in an ice rink. At this point in her life, Carol and her sister Nina were teenagers, and one day, out of the blue, they were spotted at a Chicago ice rink by agent for the ice capades and were offered contracts to go on tour with the show. They took the offer and were soon publicized as the Wayne sisters and performed a shadow skating act. Carol later described these years of her life. Quote, Our grandmother made all of our clothes, so we were never in fashion. And because we're tall and had long legs and stupid ponytails, we were spotted by somebody from the ice capades, and we were offered a professional contract when we were 15 and 16, so neither of us have finished high school. Yes, zip education, unquote. And so for three years, the Wayne sisters toured across the country with the ice capades until Carol tore up one of her knees in a skating accident caused by her blades hitting a coin or some other debris that someone in the audience had tossed into the rink and she crashed. It was enough to convince the Wayne sisters to end their skating career. But in the meantime, as Carol wistfully recalled, quote, We missed the childhood of growing up, dating, junior and senior proms, and all of those goodies. Unquote. After the abrupt end of Carol's skating career, she and her sister took the savings and went to Las Vegas, where they got jobs as showgirls in gambling casinos and hotels, and worked there throughout the mid-1960s. They both traveled Hollywood on their days off to audition for television and movie roles. However, despite her very active efforts to break into show business through the traditional routes for newcomers, Carol always claimed that she had been, quote, discovered at a 
on television shows, on episodes of Bewitched, I Dream of Jeannie, and I Spy, to name just a few. Several of those episodes later became fondly remembered as classics. But, in any event, she continued getting TV roles throughout the 1960s, 70s, and 80s, and also, occasionally, small parts in movies. But, her most famous role was, of course, as the matinee lady on The Tonight Show, playing against Johnny Carson's lecherous movie host character, Art Fern, in an often hilarious ongoing segment. Unfortunately, the success and fame which Carol achieved on The Tonight Show led to her professional downfall. In the early 1980s, Carson began to push for a reduction in the length of the show, from 90 minutes to 60 minutes, and when this request was granted by the NBC network, it led to fewer and fewer appearances by Carol. As a result, she began having severe financial problems, which soon resulted in depression and reportedly caused her to drift into drug and alcohol abuse. Her appearances on TV began to be less and less, and when she did appear, it was almost always as a guest on a game show that featured celebrities, usually these tended to be celebrities with a lot of time on their hands, for one reason or another. And in the mid-1980s, Carol definitely fell into that category. But, on the other hand, in 1984, she had her one and only featured role in a movie. The film was called Heartbreakers, and it was not only her first role in which she played a serious character rather than a ditzy dumb blonde. It was also her final movie role ever. By all accounts, her acting in the movie was top-notch. Perhaps even her very best work as an actress. Unfortunately, the movie was not a hit. In fact, it was the opposite. Very few people saw it, and so it was a complete flop, both financially and in all other respects. And possibly worst of all, it has been almost entirely erased from memory due to the fact that a hit movie with the same name, Heartbreakers, was released in the year 2001, starring Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt. So, anyway, in 1981, because of her increasing financial problems, Carol filed for bankruptcy and post 
school.
are featured on the podcast. But if you don't want your name used, that is completely okay. Either include an alias or simply say that you want to be anonymous. But please be sure to say so. And if you like the podcast, including the concept of the podcast, you can help the show by going to iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts, and rate, review, and subscribe. Hopefully, there will be a new episode every two weeks. That's the target. But, you never know. <laughs> For example, this episode is late. About a week or so. But, for reasons totally beyond my control. I'm sorry about that. Just keep your fingers crossed that everything is now back on track for the future. By the way, listeners, I can hardly believe it, but we recently got our very first review on iTunes. And it's such a sweet review, I decided to take a moment to share it with you. The review was posted by Miss Frankie Stang. She titled it, Sleep Over Anyone. And, listeners, you will understand the title in just a moment. Anyway, here's what she wrote. I wasn't sure if I would like the concept of this podcast, but... The first episode was a lot of fun. It took me back to being 8 to 12-ish and whispering scary stories to each other, either because we were supposed to be asleep or just because that made it spookier. If you love staying up way too late trying to freak out each other, let Kit whisper a mysterious story in your ear holes. Thank you, Frankie, for that wonderful review. I really, really appreciate it, and I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. Now, keep in mind that Frankie made her comments solely in regard to the first episode, and only the first episode. If you are someone who is now listening for your very first time, I'm incredibly excited that you decided to give this show a try. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And that's not all. On Twitter, there was a wonderful comment from JRGeorge67. Or... Perhaps Junior George 67. Quote, Loved it. Something about the whispering that makes it more intimate and more intriguing. Unquote. 
joining me and taking the time to listen to this episode. Possibly, you are someone who's decided to listen simply to see what this show is all about. Or, you might be a listener because you have heard my voice before. Perhaps, on my other show, The Forgotten News Podcast. Or, maybe you clicked on this episode because, well, you know why. (laughs) But, um, moving on, if you would like to send me a suggestion for a future story, well, that would be delightful. So, Please do it. <laughs> if you do, the address is whisperedtruestories at gmail.com. If you have a story that you would like to hear me tell. By the way, please let me know your thoughts in regard to the volume level of this podcast. Should it be increased or decreased? Or is it just right? Please let us know what you think. Also, stay tuned after the show to hear about a couple of other podcasts that you might want to try. And with all of that having been said, this episode has reached the end. So, until next time. My name is Kit, and I will leave you now with this thought. The problem with putting two and two together is sometimes you get four, but sometimes you get (laughs) twenty-two. Unequal is not the hype. It's the real deal. The warriors from Unequal Research talk to people and discuss the issues. We try to present an unbiased picture of things that are going on in this world. We provide you with contextual information on where a thing may have originated, if possible, so that history can help us understand how we got where we are. Our commitment to you is that we will always provide you with information you may not have had. We invite you to journey with us and expand your thinking or expand ours. So join Karen, Quinn, and Jennifer as we go down the rabbit hole for you and get down and dirty with the ugly truths of inequality. We can't look away from the world's brokenness and expect it to get better. Come along with us on our quest to enlighten, enliven, and equalize the world. This is Minna from True Crime Finland. Ah, Finland, so peaceful and safe. There isn't even any crime there, right? Wrong. Join me every two weeks in discovering the dark side of the land of a thousand lakes. 
Everything from human trafficking and Ponzi schemes to double homicide and child abuse. From the forgotten and lesser known to the legendary and infamous Finnish cases, the podcast will be sure to offer something for everyone. You can find True Crime Finland on iTunes, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts.